What up, y'all? It's DJ NV. And I am Gia Casey. And you look fly as shit, bitch. Work it. <laughs> Bro, you look good as shit. I'm just want to say, my life look good. All right. And we are the KC crew. Welcome! Hello, 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 beautiful people. <laughs> what uh, he said. I want to start off by saying thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, the Halloween video that we did. I mean, we got so much lovely feedback. I think we had one person out of both of our comments that didn't like it. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I didn't even see that one. What'd they say? He said, uh, not it. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't even see that comment. That yeah. was been on your page. I blocked him. But um, <laughs> shout out to everybody out there. You know, we wanted to do something different. You know, we knew that the kids wouldn't be able to trick-or-treat and our kids didn't trick-or-treat this year. Uh, but we still wanted to create a memory, something that they can remember, that they wouldn't forget. This has been a nasty year. They haven't been able to do a lot of things. So we still want it when they grow up one day and be like, you know what? 2020 was so fucked. But, you know, my parents and I, we did this crazy shit. And um, we said, let's do something different. Gia came up with this idea to do a haunted house trailer. and she Which had, evolved into a mini movie. Yeah, which actually. evolved into a mini movie. Yeah. And, you know... Um, Gia, you know, you know what it was? Gia came with a script and then I X'd out the script and she came back and then I X'd out it some more and then we put it together and it worked. Why are you lying? I'm not lying. That didn't happen. Estot and Benz are both laughing. Like we're trying to figure out where you going with this. That did not happen. Okay. All right. All right. You didn't X out anything. So, all right. What are you talking about? Benz, is he lying? I'm not even going to look at it. Just shout the answer. Don't, don't say nothing yet. Gia wanted, Gia came up with the concept and was like, you know what? We're gonna put you on a canoe in a lake. Oh, and, and, well, that's not a, that's not part, that's not a script. And, that was an idea and that we you know, didn't like. We're gonna put you on a lake, and then we're gonna act like you're Jason on a lake, and then we're gonna put Estat on a lake too, and then y'all gonna film. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, no, it's gonna be dope. I'm like, this is for Instagram. <laughs> this is not for anything else. And she was like, no, we're gonna put you on a lake. I was like, we're not putting, we know that's, that's a bad idea. No, X out the left. <laughs> so like I said, I no, X it out. Okay, but how about he's lying to y'all, okay? Because maybe in your head, maybe that was your internal dialogue. Your internal dialogue must have been F no. What did he say to me, Benz? All right, whatever you want, babe. <laughs> Facts! But then I call, Facts! And then I call S dot behind your back. It was like, S dot, this bitch is bugging. We're not getting on the motherfucking lake. <laughs> All right, so she call you and ask her about some lake shit to let that the cameras don't work on the lake. All right, cool. Meanwhile, X the lake. Meanwhile, Estat had already told me that he had a friend with a canoe. Am I lying, Estat? There was no canoe and there was no lake. You know why? Because I X'd it out. Then, <laughs> no. then she said, you could do that. What I'm trying to think, what else did she wanted to do? That no, was... that's not true. Then, then she wanted to do some shots in the woods. Oh, then we could go in the woods and this, that, and I'm thinking to myself, there's no light. There's no electricity in the woods. There's no lights in the woods. You Battery pow powered light, sun, sun. And mind you, Gia thought <laughs> we can do all of this within 60 seconds. She was like, nah, we can do this. This, this is the way Gia, this is the way Gia spoke. She was like, you know, because we do two seconds on a canoe, one, two, boom. Then we do two seconds in the woods, one, two, boom. Oh, then fun, every right? kid gets five seconds. So that's five, 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 five. Now we at like 40 seconds. Me and you, 10 seconds, tell a story, boom. That's what she said. That's when you wanted it to be 60 seconds. Now the, but guess what? I X that out. No 60 seconds. But so. Three minutes and some change. So we came up with the concept and um, yeah. We came up with the concept. 
I didn't help. I didn't help. Did you hear that? I heard a what <laughs> in the background. I didn't help. I don't know. Did you? I just gave you. I just gave you like co-producer credits. <laughs> like that was just that was me being graceful. It wasn't my idea to have a white girl. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that was just the white girl's mind. Par for the course. I mean, it had to be that I even way. Dressed or else the white it wouldn't girl. be your classic quintessential horror movie. Oh, I didn't dress the white girl. I didn't tell her to wear the Letterman jacket. I did. I told her to wear the Letterman now jacket. They fight, now they all fighting about who told her to wear the Letterman jacket. <laughs> I told her to wear a Letterman jacket. Actually, I actually remember being there, and it was me. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I didn't find a makeup artist. Uh, ben, because Ben, te- Ben texted me. Same time. I found we the makeup artist. We found the makeup artist. Shout out to Steph. <laughs> you know what? But anyway, let's get back to the project in hand. So we all came up with this idea. <laughs> okay. No, it, was, it was Gia's idea. I didn't drive you to all them goddamn costume shops. Well, you didn't claim being a driver. <laughs> if you want driver credit, I'll give it to you all day. So I'll break it back down. So Gia came up with this concept and says, let's uh, come up with this idea. All you did the whole time was accuse me of being extra. You That's all extra. you did. You were extra. So you want those credits? You I'll definitely, give you those. I'll take those credits. So Gia came up with this idea and this concept to do this short movie or trailer, as she put it at first, put out on Halloween. So it was pretty cool. I wanted to come up with different things. So if you notice, one day Gia and I were Freddy <clears throat> because we just wanted to do something ill. And what happened, I was actually going to wear Freddy to work, but we had a COVID scare. So I didn't even, I couldn't even wear it to work. So Friday, we wanted to do something to tease the trailer on Saturday, but wear something different to kind of surprise. So it took a lot of time. So let me rewind a little bit. So when Gia came up with this concept, she came up with this concept. She wanted every kid to be something from a different horror film. So there was uh, Freddy, which was Logan. There was Annabelle. No. What? That's how you know that you weren't the real co-producer. He was Jason. Freddy, Jason, same difference. <laughs> Not really. What? No, Jason, I was Freddy. Jason right. drowned in a lake. You're right, you're right. Freddy got you're burned right. in a fire. That's me rewinding. So he, I thought you better put some sound effects. Okay. So as I was saying... Uh, <laughs> Gia wanted every kid to play something different from a horror movie. Logan was Jason. London was... Annabelle. Annabelle. Madison was... Um, Samara Morgan. From The Ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooklyn was Chucky and Bride of Chucky. Yes, she played both. <clears throat> Sidebar, Estot. Estot, do you know that you forgot to put um, Brooklyn as Chucky? In the credits, so many people are asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, also um, Jackson was the, the dude from The Saw. Jigsaw. And he was also It. Pennywise from Pennywise It. Pennywise from It. Mm-hmm. Gia was... Uh, Lydia. Lydia from Beetlejuice, and I was Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. So that was the concept. So <laughs> then we had to find the costumes. So at first, you know, spirits is everywhere. So we went to every spirit to see what we can find. They didn't have necessarily what we wanted. So then we had to find these real costume shops. One was a costume shop in the city called Abracadabra. The other was a costume shop in called, New Jersey um, called Fun, Fun Ghouls. Fun Ghoul in Rutherford. Right. So mm-hmm. we found all the costumes. We know we, we, what we, we know what we wanted. I'm sorry. And someone asked, like, why were you guys at David's Bridal? Because we mentioned that mm-hmm. in the last podcast. Because since uh, Brooklyn was Bride of Chucky, I wanted a real bridal style gown instead of a costume Correct. bridal gown. So Correct. 
I found that there and I found London's Annabelle white gown there. We just bloodied them up a little bit. That's right. Yeah. So um, we did all that. We found all the costumes. We found everything that we wanted. And then we realized we need a good makeup artist. We didn't have a makeup artist. So what did we do? We went to Instagram and we said, hey, we need an Instagram for like tomorrow. We need a makeup uh, artist. A makeup artist. Instagram, right? Yeah. We need a makeup artist for like tomorrow. Um, we put it out there and a couple of makeup artists emailed us back. This one emailed us back. Her name was? Stephanie. Stephanie. But we had a driver and the driver also said, hey, I know a makeup artist named Stephanie. So we reached out to Stephanie. Stephanie lived in New York and she said, I would love to do it. Stephanie was about it, about it. You guys met her. She came here. She did everybody's makeup. She helped with the mask, with the, what's that stuff called? That was on your- Latex. The latex and all that. And she's not a makeup artist per se. She does it for fun. No, well, she is a makeup artist, but she doesn't do it as her main profession. There you go. That's what I meant. Is yeah. what you mean. But she did it for fun and she's dope. She came here with an amazing attitude, her and her husband, and they rode out with us. They came here at eight o'clock in the morning and didn't leave till like four or five a.m. Nope. Not true. Okay. They came at eight o'clock in the morning and didn't leave till eight o'clock in the morning the next day. Mm. I was at work, so I don't know what time they left. Yeah. And then they came back later on the next day at about 11 to do more. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it was pretty dope. They went home, showered, changed, and then came right back. That's right. So now when it came to taping, we had to film everything. And we filmed everything about, what, about 10, 11 o'clock at night? What do you mean? We oh, started no. filming about 11 o'clock at night? No, we didn't get to the new house until 11. We didn't get into our costumes. Well, I wasn't in my costume because I was still directing, but we didn't. the kids and you didn't get into your costumes till about... 12 and then we didn't start recording till at least 12 30 12 45 close to one o'clock yeah so one o'clock we started taping in the house um now the cameraman that i always give shit for s dot he taped that by himself he had there was no help there everybody was, no, was like you must have had a huge camera crew yeah. and, but it was s dot there was no interns mm -hmm. there was no uh there was nothing he shot it all by himself he set up the lights and brought the lights all by himself um, and he did it all by himself. Like, every, <laughs> no, every, everything. I mean, we had to help. Like, Ben's had to hold the light. I had to hold the light. Ben's had to help the kids get dressed. Everybody played mm -hmm. a part, but yeah. it was no production. He did it absolutely positively by himself. Uh, we shot all the scenes that um, Gia and him figured out and wrote out and tried to get the best shots and everything. I actually had to leave to go to work. So I left and they were still taking. You dipped at what? Like 3.30 in the morning? 4 a.m. You dipped right before Brooklyn's Chucky scene. Yeah, I left at about 4 a.m. So they still had so, a bunch so of So mind you, the babies are taping at- 4 a.m. 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, because we didn't finish filming till 7.30. Correct. And then everybody left by about 8 o'clock. Yeah. And people say, well, how did you get the kids to do it? The kids were excited. Like Brooklyn was practicing her lines. What? London was practicing her lines. Like they were like she was Eat your mad. Heart out, Barbie. Because we had we actually <laughs> had to take her lines out and I had to do her lines over because she didn't have a mic and it it just it wasn't clear enough and we wanted you guys to hear it. And when she seen it again, she was like, That's not my voice. She was like, Whose voice is that? I blamed uh, her Esther. I was like, that's Esther's voice. She was like, Esther took my voice out. I'm gonna have a talk with him. I was like, You should have a talk with him. But mm -hmm. um 
So we had to do all those scenes. So the kids were super duper excited. Like they were happy, like they were live and they had so much energy, like they were ready to shoot. Um, even I'm surprised none of the neighbors called the police because the, the, the last scene when it, when I don't want to say the, the white girl, Meg was uh, screaming. Duffy, Duffy, Duck, right? Ducky, Ducky, when Ducky was screaming, um, it was outside like she no, was really screaming. Was, I was oh, I'm like, and the, and the chainsaw was really going about to roll up and knock on our door and ask us what in the world makes us think that it's OK to be screaming and have chainsaws <laughs> going in the middle of the night. It must. Ducky's scene was probably about four in the morning. Her scene was about four in the morning and those, that chainsaw was so loud and she had to scream like we redid that scene probably 13 times. So each time it was ah! by the eighth time, I was like, you know what? Just pretend like you're screaming, like we'll throw your voice in afterwards. So then at that point, I was just like, yo, we're about that to was in trouble. That was crazy. But nobody called the police and um, it came out really, really great. The hardest part after that was we shot all these scenes and then we had to edit, right? Now, I'm not going to front the camera guy that I give a lot of shit to. I was nervous that he was going to leave us out in the cold. So Ben's put him on punishment. Ben's would not allow him to leave, right? <laughs> so Ben's had him here. So he was here for like two days straight. Like Ben's would just let him go outside and get some water and come back in. Like Ben's was like really on it. Um, to the point where they had, they had to edit it. <laughs> they had to edit so now they're editing and I don't know where I had to come back where I came back from late I don't but know what, what time were we oh, I was taping for Zap Life shout out to Zap Life I was taping so when I came back I'm looking in the cameras I see Gia sleeping and he's in the, in the, in the, um, in the kitchen working so I went and I worked with him for about 3-4 hours then I was that's tired that's not really what happened this was then I woke you up and then you started working with him for a couple hours and I went to sleep and then I looked on the camera and I seen you sleeping again. And I came back downstairs and I seen him sleeping. Mm -hmm. and I caught him sleeping. And then I started working with him uh -huh. for about two hours. And then I went back to sleep and woke up. We were playing a shift to edit this movie. Well, what happened was it was so much information that we were putting into to his computer that it crashed. So I was like, you know what? I can't help you get it back up. So I'm going to go take a 10 minute nap while you do that. So wake me up when you get it back on. I was like, you know what? probably gonna just let me sleep so he doesn't have to deal with my micromanaging smart and my extra details and my extra sound overs and everything so i set my clock just in case for 30 minutes as opposed to, to 10 so i guess that's when you came and then you went and you worked with him for a while then you left <clears throat> his computer crashed again then i'm like okay i'm gonna go take another 10 minute nap i guess you looked on the camera or whatever now he was knocked, knocked out. out knocked out I went in there. I was like, yo, I knew that if I left you alone, you were going to go to sleep. He was like, what? You were sleeping. I was like, the difference is I went to sleep. You fell asleep. Mine was a choice. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, now the, the crazy thing about it is what people don't know. When I get tired, <clears throat> I'm cranky and attitudinal. Right? When Sidebar. You, you have no idea how many podcasts we've had to scrap. Because of his nasty attitude. Yes. Because we started filming late and then he did something or said something or just had a nasty attitude that I just didn't feel the nice, friendly, loving energy that we typically have. And I just was just like, you know what? I just walked out on it. Like, we're not doing this today. I mean, this is what it is. When I'm tired, I get cranky, I get attitude. You get bitchy. Gear, I get bitchy. Gear, she never, she's always good. She can be tired, she's always good. 
Not a problem. I'm not a moody person. Like, my mood does not swing. Ever. S-Dot, when he gets tired, no disrespect to S-Dot, he gets dumb. He gets dumb. <laughs> yeah. He, lights? He gets... <laughs> Why would you need lights? <laughs> <laughs> when I mean, to the point, he'd be like... He'd be like, guys, I'm having a brain fart. I can't, I can't. Can we not talk about this right now, guys? I just can't concentrate. Guys. I can't think. I, I can't think, I guys. just can't think. <laughs> I can't think. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, you're stuck on stupid for like right. a moment. Right, right, right. But, uh-huh. so he was trying to figure it out. So now you got a moody guy, me. You get a guy that's stuck on stupid, him. And now you got somebody that's pushy because she's fine. So that all doesn't go together, right? No, no, no. It doesn't go together. And the thing about Estat is there's just certain things that I wanted. And everything that I asked him after about 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, him going off in no sleep. No, no. <laughs> but that's no, Estat. It can't be done. But I get it. I can't I do, do it. I do the same thing. I don't thing. know how to do when it. When I get tired. I was like, well, you when know I get what? Tired. That's going to that's gonna suck for you because you're going to have to sit here and figure it out. I, all I heard was, Estelle was like, <laughs> right I, was like, it can't be done. I'm like, oh, here you go. He was like, and then Gia goes into the three-year-old child. Why can't it be done? <laughs> and he was like, oh, because, so Estelle tries, tries to use big words. Well, you know, because the, synthet- the synthesis of the synthetic of the <laughs> modular won't work. And Gia was like, well, let's try. I said, oh, I'm going to sleep right now. I know where this is going. But it did work, right? So I know. Of course it worked. But I do the same thing again. He just didn't want to do it. Yeah, be like, so tired. Yeah, ask me a question. And I know, I'm like, it, it can't happen. Why can't it happen? Um, because it just, I start making up stuff. Again, like, you know, because, you know, if you've done it before. I'm listening, continue. You know, if like, it's like with football. If you move the goal line, it could work. But you can't move a goal line. Like, you know what a wide receiver is? And Gibb like, not really. Well, if you knew what a wide receiver is, then you would understand. Well, let's Google it and figure out a wide receiver <laughs> so but, I can figure it out and understand your analogy. But that's what it is. So now we had it now. It's two days later. We've been working it for 48 hours straight. The podcast, well, the podcast, the movie has to be up in like six hours, right? So now, you know, Esther always disrespects my Wi-Fi. He'd be like, this Wi-Fi is trash. I got to go home. Cool. Nah, B. So now I'm like. All right, well, if you go home, I'm going if home with you. If you go home, this is never going up at 12 o'clock. I'm going with you, right? So Ben's just happens to call. What's up? I'm like, nah, I'm on my way to Estat House. So Ben's the best assistant in the world. Nah, boss, you got <laughs> things to do today. You go to sleep, and I'm going to go. I said, all right. So I'm like, well, Ben's, you got to come here. Ben's is like, why? I'm like, because if you meet Estat at his house, you know Estat. Estat might, might make a left, show up. make a right, and the next thing you know, Estat's in Jamaica. He was like, all right, bet. I'm going to come to the house. So Estat comes, Ben's comes to the house. And, and you'll be like, all right. So, ben, so he sees Ben's was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Hold on, before you go any further. You don't understand. They have a relationship like brothers and sisters that hate each other. <laughs> okay? Like, they are like two grown-ass siblings that despise each other because <laughs> she's a slave driver and he don't really like to work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so hold on. So Esther sees her. He was like, like a big-ass kid. I don't want Ben's in my house. <laughs> so this is where I know what Gia's fed up. Gia's like, I don't care what you fucking want. I don't care what you want. This has to be out in two hours. Ben's is going to your house. He was like, okay. <laughs> A long story short. Wait, 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 wait. You have to understand my mentality. I don't, like when something has to get done, I don't want to hear excuses I don't want to hear I'm tired. I don't want to hear I'm hungry. I don't care I haven't slept. 
I don't want to hear any. I don't want to hear I can't do it. At the end of the day, we are going to get it done and it's going to be great. I don't care what it is. So pull your bootstraps up, put on your big boy pants and let's go. Then after it's done, we can sleep, we can eat, we can have a party. I don't care. And then you're going to look back at your finished product and be thankful that you went through all of the work that it took to get it done. Yes. And oh, am I right? Are you yes, happy? Absolutely. Esther, are you happy? Very happy. Very happy. Come it, here. It came out come amazing. Here, come here, real quick. Just real quick. Come here. He got his headphones on. He's listening. Take the headphones off. Come here. But it came out great. Real quick. (laughs) It came out great. It took a lot of work, but it came out really, really good. Uh, Everything was was perfect. There was nothing I would have changed. I just thought it was a dope, dope thing, a dope, dope concept. The only problem I had, I don't know what Estad is doing behind the camera. He took off his sweatshirt to come. (laughs) Now he put his sweatshirt back on. I didn't call you. She did. First of all, give me a hug because it was fantastic what you did. <laughs> I am happy. I was so happy. So was it worth it? Absolutely. It was worth it? 100%. How'd you like working with me? Aided it. <laughs> but, I was but was it worth it? 100%. And did I push you? Okay. All right. Okay. But it was done and it was, it was only one thing, the only problem. What? Only one problem. The only problem I would say is... Now everybody's asking what you're going to do next year. Like, what? Wait, that's a problem? You're not yes. wondering what we're going to do next year? Because I thought that was a one and done. Why would you think it was just a one and done? Like, it was so much fun. That was our jump off. We knocked it out and let's keep it moving. Like, we had so much fun. We did, but it was a lot of work. It was worth it. Okay. Don't complain. All right. Don't complain. Mm-hmm. It was worth it. Now we have a memory for our kids. So when they're 35, they can look back and see themselves and... They ask themselves, like, gosh, how was I not scared to do that? Like, right. it's, it's something that we did for our family. Like, you said it was for Instagram. It was oh, more no. for our family. I have, I have a question. Let me, let, me, let me ask you in your ear. Come here. Come here. What? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh. So. Uh, right. Uh, you heard it? Okay. okay. So. <laughs> so, one night. They were editing, right? And they were they were editing, editing, editing. And um, that was the night I had to do a mix live from the living room. So when I have to do a mix from the living room, I have to blast the music. It's like mixing in a club. So when I do all these lives, I blast the music. So Gia and Estad go in the guest room to start working. Yes, I'm a nosy motherfucker, so I watch the cameras and everything. <laughs> so funny. That's why you kept coming to the room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm watching the cameras, I see them talk. And then you want to talk about the conversation or you want me to do it? Um, I don't want to talk about the whole conversation, <laughs> but we started talking about, I don't even know how Estat and I started talking about this, but we started talking about um, a famous person who has had some plastic surgery, right? And Estat was like, nah. I don't like that ish. I said, why? The fake stuff. The, the fake stuff. He's like, nah, because that girl, she looks like she has a diaper booty. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so I was like, oh, and he was like, and then her fake tits. And I, he was like, and her fake t-. I was like, what? He was like, oh, nothing. <laughs> I said, what? He was like, oh, nothing. Mm-mm, I didn't say anything. I said, you said something. You're going to say her fake boobs? He was like, mm. I was like, what? 
like, nah, there's nothing wrong with fake boobs. <laughs> I was like, you're right. There is nothing wrong with fake boobs. But why'd you stutter? And like, what was the hesitation? He was like, nah, it was nothing. I was like, you think I have fake boobs? So on this podcast right now, we want to reveal something that we have never told anybody. Gia does not have fake boobs. <laughs> Gia has had double D's. And I tell this, and you know, the, the funny thing about it is, and this is not the first time somebody says, I think Gia has fake tits or whatever, or, or fake body. Gia has had those same boobs since we were in high school. <laughs> like, and I post the pictures. So all you got to go back is go and see. Gia has had double D's since high school. They actually shrunk a little bit. Uh, Gia has never, ever, and this is on God, on everything, on everything in the world. She has never had surgery. She has never had lipo. She has never had Botox. She has never had nothing, nothing at all. And that's on everything. Not a Botox, not a take uh, stuff out your stomach and put it in your ass. She's never had a tit job. She's never had a facelift. She's never had... Anything, anything. Now, Botox, the, the only procedure <laughs> Gia has ever had was some laser. That's some laser, laser hair removal. Hair removal. Stop that. Stop pointing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> a little too much. But I've actually laser hair removed everything. But that whole is body. it. And I swear on God. So it's everything. And the fact like that she doesn't work out is true. The motherfucker does not work out. She takes forever to eat. Like, that's one thing that I would say. If you go to if you go to a restaurant with Gia, you're going to be there three, four hours. Because, and that's just appetizer usually. Like, <laughs> she takes forever to eat. Forever. When and they I, do say that that helps your food maybe metabolize more or digest better. I don't know. So you don't acquire as much weight gain, maybe. And I've but been, I've been like that since I was a child. I've always eaten very, very slow. And I've been saying it for a long time. Oh, I can't wait for your metabolism to slow down. The shit hasn't happened. And why would you wish bad on me anyway? I, I'm not wishing bad on you. I'm just saying, like... I, I can't wait for your metabolism <laughs> to slow down as you wishing bad on me. All right, maybe a little bit. I just want you to work out with me one time. Like, just one time, just work out with me. Gia does, when I say when we work out, she brings ice cream downstairs or fast food, I swear she does. Uh, when I say she eats the most random shit, like the other morning for breakfast, she had oxtail with rice and peas. And cabbage. And cabbage for breakfast. Nine, ten in the morning, that's what she was eating. Like, that is her. It's just what it is. Some people's metabolisms are different. Some people, they don't gain weight. Some people's boobs stay up. Some people's ass stay. Like, it is what it is. She, she doesn't have, look, that forehead is not a Botex forehead. Botox, that is straight. Me, I got to... <laughs> I got a wrinkle or two. That's me. I got a wrinkle or two. I'm not getting Botox. I don't care. It is what it is. <laughs> me, I got a little belly sometimes. I ride the bike. I'm good. I, sometimes when I don't ride the bike, I get the belly back. Sometimes my butt is a little big. Gia be like, oh, you got a nice butt. That means I'm gaining weight. Then Gia hug me sometimes be like, oh, you lost your butt. That means I'm losing my weight. <laughs> it is what it freaking is. Uh. Right now, look, my belt buckle is at the, I, like, I, it's too much. I need another hole. That means I've been riding the bike. Sometimes I'll be at the last hole. That means shit. I've been eating a lot. It is what it is. But I just wanted to put that out there. Gia has no work. So, nothing at all. I said to him, I was like, you think my boobs are fake? And he was like, yeah. I said, Rashawn has been, and you have said it before. I don't remember under, for what reason or under what context. But you did mention that my boobs weren't fake before. So I was like, he mentioned on the podcast once that my boobs were real. He was like, yeah, I just thought that was cap, though. 
was like, really? He was like, yeah. I was like, nah, they're real. He was like, for real? He's like, you could tell me. I was like, they're real. I was like, I promise you. I was like, if you were a girl, I'd let you touch them. I'm like, they're real. And he was like. They are real. I just, want, I just thought that was funny. I just want to say. But anyway. And this portion of the Casey Crew podcast is brought to you by Seedlip, the original distilled non-alcoholic spirit. Seedlip founder Ben Branson aimed to solve the dilemma of what to drink when you're not drinking. The ultimate result was a range of uniquely flavored non-alcoholic spirits without alcohol, calories, or sugar. Now, if you want to try it out, hit up the website, SeedlipDrinks.com. And for a limited time, get 15% off your order by using the code KCCREW15 at checkout. That's S-E-E-D-L-I-P-Drinks.com. And use code KCCREW15 for 15% off your order. Having a sophisticated non-alcoholic option to enjoy any night of the week has never been easier with Seedlip. Let's go to the email of the week, can we? Okay. My name is Cynthia, and I'm from South Jersey. I hey, love Cynthia. I love the podcast, and I also want to congratulate you both on a new home you purchased. This question for both of you, as I know you love designer goods. Yeah, your person shoe collection is out of this world, and to be honest, it is every girl's dream. I am a single, hardworking woman in her 20s that loves designer items, but I don't realistically have the extra money to spend on them. A friend of mine has a purse connect where she gets high-end replica designer bags from. At first, I was like, no, I'm good. I could care less about knockoffs or fakes. That was until I seen one of hers. Her most recent replica bag that she bought is a Hermes Birkin 35 with gold hardware. The bag looks flawless and has all the identical markings, and she purchased it for under $1,000. Now, this is more my budget. At first glance, no one would ever assume that this is a replica bag. Now, maybe a purse connoisseur may be able to tell if they examine the bag, but if not a doubt that nobody else would know. She took it as far as going to various high-end stores, and the salespeople went out of their way to compliment her bag. She also has a number of Louis Vuitton and Gucci replica bags that look identical to the authentic version. I would love to hear from you both regarding your stance on high-end and replica designer bags. We know that you guys only buy authentic. <laughs> However, many of us don't have that kind of money to spend. I can't wait to hear Gia's opinion on this topic because I'm sure she spots fake bags all the time. I've even seen celebrities spotting carrying fakes. What are your thoughts? If you both were in your position and you were in mine, would you consider purchasing replicas? What do you think? All right. I would say this. Well, first of all, you're absolutely right. I would say a majority, probably 70% of the, <clears throat> the celebrities that you see out there are carrying fake uh, Birkins. Um, there's a process to the Birkin thing. Um, if you don't know, I think I got Gia her first Birkin... 11 years 11 ago. 11 years ago. Before it was a big thing of how it is now. Um... Well, it was a big thing then, but it just wasn't as uh, publicized. Yeah. It wasn't as known. As big as it is now, because it's... It's it's, the, it's big now, I think, in a different way. Right. So, um, when it came to it, um, you know, you have to learn the process of buying the bag. So, the process of buying the bag for everybody out there, they only allow you to get two bags a year per person. And to get the bag, uh, Hermes looks at their Birkin or Kelly's as the Holy Grail, and to be able to get the Holy Grail, you have to establish a relationship. An established relationship means buy other shit in Hermes. That's what it pretty much means. They want you to buy the things that are at least less desirable to buy the desirable things. Just like uh, Ferrari, for instance. Ferrari has special limited cars that come out that are worth money, but for you to be able to buy that special car, they want you to buy the other cars that are not going to make you money. To buy the car that is going to make you money. 
is that's how it is with a lot of these brands. Um, so then after you do that and you establish a relationship, then you're able to get a Birkin, two Birkins a year. That's how it is. Or a um, Kelly. Or a Kelly. So a lot of these artists or a lot of these celebrities that you see, they either have to buy... Um, From a reseller. A reseller or they are fake. Cool. Or that- some of them may have these relationships and are able to buy real. So mm-hmm. it's one of those three, obviously. Right. Either they are actually buying from the store because they've gone through the normal process in order to be offered a bag like that. They are buying from a reseller who typically charges 100% more mm-hmm. than the cost of the bag, which is twice the amount of what they what's paid retail for the bag, or they're not real. Correct. So to answer your question, I would say personally, I would say why. Why spend the money to buy something that's not authentic, that every time you go into the store or every time you look at somebody makes you feel a way. And I'm going to tell you a perfect story of, of why I, I, I would say that. When I was, uh, I don't remember, I think I was like 18 years old, I bought a fake Rolex, right? And I bought this fake Rolex and I bought it because I wanted a Rolex, everybody, your favorite celebrities and artists, and everybody minute. had a Rolex. Remind me, I don't remember this. This was like 18, 19, I guess. And I had a, a fake Rolex. When we were in college? Yeah. We were in college. Silver? Had, yeah, the silver Rolex. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I bought this fake Rolex. Maybe I didn't know. No, you've seen it. <laughs> I don't remember. But I bought this fake Rolex. And when I bought the fake Rolex, it always made me feel the way. When I was around people that didn't know, I didn't care. But now when I was with the people that knew, I always felt funny. Well, when, not that knew that it was fake, but probably that might have owned them themselves. Correct. So then you felt insecure. Absolutely. Thinking that maybe. They would know. They would know. Every right? time I went to the store in the mall, I would take the take watch, the watch off. off. Of course you would. And it made me feel funny. And I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I don't want to live like that. I only want to buy it when I can afford it. And if I can't afford it, then fuck it. So I got that. I got rid of that watch. And I said, I will only buy it if I can afford it. And that's the way that I lived. I was like, you know, if it's meant for me to have it, then I'll pay for it. If it's not, I don't want it. I don't want to stress myself out. When it's meant for me to be able to get that, I'm going to get that. I never want to walk in the store and be like, damn, I wonder if they're looking at me. No, I'm walking in the store with my chest out because I know I paid for my shit. I worked hard and I can afford it. So for you to get that bag, that's a thousand dollars. I would say, is it going to make you feel better? Is it going to make you feel good? Is it going to make you secure? No. It's going to make you more insecure because every time you're going to start, you're going to be like, damn, I wonder how they were looking at me. Did they know my bag was fake? No. You don't need that right now. There's a bunch of other bags that cost $1,000 or save your money. And that's what I tell everybody. If you in that predicament, save your money. Invest your money. I was just <laughs> talking to my assistant about all the stocks that she bought. And she said she bought a stock at $6 and it shot up to $300. Imagine if you put $1,000 into that stock at $6 and it shot up to $300. You would have enough to buy your Birkin and some. Those are the type of things and moves that you have to make. So I wouldn't say necessarily go buy the fake Birkin. Fuck what all these celebrities are doing. <clears throat> Who are you impressing? You're impressing them for what? You're impressing a lot of these people that don't have it. Impressing these people that are broke. Impressing people that, like, that don't care. It is what it is. With Gia and I, yes, we have it. Yes, we have investments. Yes, these are things that we are buying and passing on to our kids. So it's a little, it's a little different. We're at the level that we can, you know, for instance, perfect example, private jet. Some of my friends take private jets all the time. 
I can afford to get on a private jet, but I won't. Nah, B. I won't. Because for nope. me, paying $15,000 on a jet one way to go somewhere, or $30,000 to go to California, or $20,000 to go to Atlanta, it doesn't make I can't, sense. I, I, personally, I can't ever imagine being in a financial position where that would make sense to me. I wouldn't say that. I can't. I'm telling you. True. I cannot imagine ever, even as a billionaire, I can't imagine a flight, a one-way flight for one person being $20,000 to get to Miami if I'm making or a to get dollars, to you Atlanta. You don't fly, you don't fly as much as I do. I'd rather do other things with that money. I would prefer to give that money away. So you don't fly as much I as would. I do. You don't fly as much as I do. But I if, don't. if you did... It, sometimes it gets to the point where, and it's not a ma- it's not a matter of of the the flight. It's a matter of the time. So, for instance, if if you fly, let's say, let's say, we, let's take Miami. Miami's a three hour flight, right, from New York. Mm-hmm. Then it's an hour to drive to the airport, an hour waiting, then an hour to get to the hotel. That's six hours. Six You're still s- going to need the hour to get to the hotel if you fly. If you fly six private. to seven hours, but now I don't gotta I don't gotta I ain't gotta go there an hour early. I ain't got to worry about flying and taking the time to fly. When I land, I don't got to go through all the customs and go through all the pre-TSA and pre-T... No, you hop on a plane and line. So it that's oh, six hours. 5000 an hour. That's six hours. But if you got it, that's what you're paying for. You're paying for luxury and you're paying for the convenience. That's what you're paying for. So if I was a billionaire and I could afford it, I, mean, I know it would you be something would, different. But you're, you and I are a little bit different. I... I enjoy spending money. I think everybody enjoys spending money and getting things that they admire or that they love. Um, But I'm a frugal person. I'm a frugal person. And I will spend money, but everything that I purchase, when I say everything, I mean everything, has to be worth it. It has to make financial sense to me. Not me. So you're not. He's he's a little bit. Different. Some things I just I just want because I want. That is that is hands down. It is what it is. I just want because I want. Is it it makes me happy. I work hard. Gear it has to make sense. Dollars and cents it has to make sense. Why am I buying this? Is it gonna be worth money? Am I keeping it forever? What's gonna happen with this? That is gear. Me, I'd be like. The only thing a nigga just want it. The only thing that I buy that isn't necessarily worth it per se. Is shoes right because shoes for the most part i'm not saying that there aren't any examples that um that do but shoes do not appreciate once you wear a pair of shoes the value of it goes down um and since we're talking about this um replica birkin when it comes to a real birkin the great thing about it is that it's truly an, an investment. It is. I've seen a lot of back and forth about people debating whether it's an investment or not. It is absolutely an investment. It is. Um, I've seen Birkins on the resale market from 1995 that have been used, and abused, damaged, cre- uh, creased, mm-hmm. scratched, stuffed, you name it going for the same price now as a brand new Birkin. Not only do they hold their value, but they increase 100%. So if you buy one today, you could sell it tomorrow for twice what you paid approximately. Um, 
which is why, you know, a lot of these people that are getting them on the resale market, they are really coming out of their pockets because they are far more expensive on the resale market than retail. I've never, I've never bought a bag on the resale market. Um, and I wouldn't, and I wouldn't, and it's pretty much about what we're talking about. It has to make sense to me. For me, it could never make sense to spend twice the value of something. But then Gia's, again, Gia's not like that. Gia's not going to pay over for something. Ever. She'll just wait or she'll get something else. Or I just won't get it. I'm different. I just won't own it. If I want it, it won't be for I'm going to buy it. For instance, the, the Porsche that I got for my birthday, I had to pay over for that. I wanted it. Now, mind you, it's still an investment because it's still worth more than what I paid for it. Right. But I wanted that and it is what it is. That's but me. that actually... It made sense because it's still worth more Correct. than what you paid. Correct. So if you wanted to get rid of it tomorrow, you would actually make money Absolutely. selling it. Like the purses that I choose to buy, they all increase in value. Um, most of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them hold their value and most of them increase in value. For instance, Chanel, they have a price increase twice a year. Twice a year. Mm-hmm. And to me, I feel like Chanel is playing with me mm-hmm. because it's starting to get to a point where their prices are so high that I'm debating whether it's actually worth it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but Hermes bags, on the other hand, it's a different story. So in relation to the email, um, $1,000 is a lot of money, no matter who you are. And no matter how you cut it, I would prefer to spend a thousand dollars on a real Tory Burke as opposed to a replica or a fake Hermes or any other kind of bag. At least that way, when you're moving around, you know that what you're carrying is authentic. Um, also, I feel as though we kind of have to get rid of this idea of keeping up with the Joneses or keeping up appearances, because that's really what it is. When we buy luxury goods, the reason should be because of the quality that they possess. Or we just like it. The quality that we possess, or you like the look of it, Um, but... There are many brands of clothing, for instance, that look good, but you put it in the washing machine and it comes apart or threads come loose or it loses color. So it's not really because we quote unquote like it or because it looks good. A lot of things look good, but are made with poor quality. When we spend money on luxury items, it's truly because of the quality. And I'm not just talking about clothes and bags. It can be Pots and pans. You know, there are pots and pans that cost an exorbitant amount of money, and there are pots and pans that are not as much. And not always, but oftentimes, your food will likely taste different based on the quality of product that you use to prepare it. You know, these luxury brands don't come up with these prices because they feel like it because if it was just based on them feeling like it and it looking good, it would never sell. Right. It would never be successful. You buy a Chanel jacket, for instance, like their typical quilted blazers. That jacket is made 
so that you can pass it down to your daughter and your mm -hmm. daughter can pass it down to her daughter, etc. That is actually what you're paying for. Mm -hmm. So the idea of wanting something just so that people around you can have a certain admiration of you or a certain respect for you, um, I don't really agree with. I believe in the idea of being authentic to yourself. And if $1,000 is what you can afford, if $50 is what you can afford, if $200 is what you can afford, buy what you can afford. Because if you save or if you follow your dreams, you become successful. Whenever that point comes, when you are able to afford what you actually want and can authentically purchase, it will feel that much better. Absolutely. It will feel so much more rewarding. And I don't really like the idea that all of these expensive um, luxury items are the type of things that you just acquire overnight, where, you know, someone who earns a moderate income feels as though they have to possess in order to be respected or accepted. So they feel as though they have to save three months of salary in order to buy something quote unquote special. Uh, to me, that's absurd. Like that's crazy mm -hmm. to me. I understand it because I understand the way that the world is. But before I had my first Birkin, we were married, we had two children, and we were on our third house. Mm -hmm. No, we were on our fourth house. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I didn't, it's not as though I was looking on social media or on television saying, oh, that's popping and that's what, you know, people respect. So I have to have that. My mindset was, wow, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Maybe my time will come. Maybe it won't, but whatever I have right now will mm -hmm. have to be good enough because that is what I can genuinely afford. I actually remember, um, I remember wanting a Birkin and coming to you, tell me if you remember, mm -hmm. coming to you and saying, Abe, you think maybe if we save X amount of dollars, a month mm -hmm. for a year that maybe we might be able to buy one. Mm -hmm. And you were like, yeah. yeah. And like, that's when Bergens were 40% less. Like, yeah, 30% less mm -hmm. maybe. Right. Um, and you were like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we wound up not saving. Maybe the next year we wound up getting one because mm -hmm. we were in a better position and we're actually able to afford it. Um, so I'm, I'm telling you about that because just the idea like, oh, like my man should be able to buy me a Birkin or he should put his pennies together and buy me a Birkin. And I just feel as though people should be in a certain place in life to own certain things because if not, um, for me, I just don't feel as though it's the right time. Right. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't feel as though it's the right time. I don't feel as though anybody should stress themselves mm -hmm. to have a material item. Absolutely. And I agree. Well, good luck. And hopefully you save your money 
you invest, and then next year you'll have 30 of them because your investments will pay for all of them. All right, well, it's time to get up out of here. Are you looking at me? Hmm? I want to do the follow-up. From, <laughs> we oh. have a couple minutes. Just, no, we'll, we'll do it next no, time. No, do it now. We'll do it next time. Do we'll do it, it now. No, we got to go, go. Do it you gotta now. Go. You got to go. I, don't, I have probably like 10 minutes. What no. time is it, Benz? We got to go. Right now? You got to go. You, see, why are you always on his side? Well, it's time to get up out of here. We'll see we you guys next week. A, we don't have time no. to follow up. Email us right now. What's the email? I don't know. crew at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E-K-C-Crew at gmail.com. We'll see you guys next week. I'm DJ Envy. And I just lost that battle. That's right. And it's another edition of the KC Crew, but I'm going to eat the butt so you're going to win. <laughs> I guess that makes me a winner. <laughs> Toodle!